This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Presented by Liquid Spirits Beverage Catering Company. Hi, welcome into episode 47 of Small Talk. My name's Michelle Smallman. I'll be your host. And we have some fun things on deck for you this episode. We're going to bring back 10,000 frogs. It's been a couple weeks since we've done it because, you know, we've been busy with our real lives, with sports, with the NBA Finals and the Stanley Cup Final. And, of course, Game of Thrones, RIP. Still bumming out a little bit on Sundays without that. But we do have a couple of great contenders this week, some first dates to go up against Wheelchair Frog. So we'll see if any can dethrone the Wheelchair Frog, who's been sitting there for a couple weeks since we haven't really had a conversation. But before we do that, let's get into some weirdness, as we always do, and introduce the guys. Tom is here in studio. Tom, what's up? Hi, Michelle. How are you today? Uh, I'm doing well. Tom is my enemy until the end of the week, <laughs> as we know. We're going to get into that in a second. Saruti is checking in from Bristol. Hello, Steve. What's good? So, Steve, as my fellow Blues fan, huge Blues guy that you are, you know that Love the Blues... Mate. Spoiled a big party here in St. Louis. They yep. lost game six. I don't even want to say the Bruins won. I want to say the Blues lost game six. And we're heading in tomorrow night to a game seven in Boston. Steve, do you like their chances? <laughs> you know what? I've, I've been doing a little research. I shouldn't say that. I've, 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 caught some, yeah, I've caught some analysis. I've heard the Blues are a good road team. <laughs> they are. Oh, good job. Right? Very true, yeah. So you know what? I'm going to say this is all This is all leading to the, like, the Blues aren't a good home team, right? Better road team. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to finish it in St. Louis. Way too much pressure there. I think they're going to finish it in Boston. What's up, Tom? What do you have to say to that? <laughs> Man, I've said this on the pod, and I'll say it again. I'm in such a weird spot because I am going to inevitably be happy for the Blues if they win the Stanley Cup. I really am. But in the moment, if they win at TD Garden, like at the very moment, I will punch a pillow and yell really loudly in my apartment. Like in the very, 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 you know, recent moments after them losing, I will be upset. But I mean, the Bruins could end up winning and then I'll be happy that way, too. So it's like, I don't know. I'm just I'm in such a weird spot, dude. I really am. I'm so over these Boston fans, Steve. They we've been doing this thing like behind oh, yeah. enemy lines where we take a sampling of what they're saying in sports talk radio in Boston. And today on a show, they were mocking St. Louis for being excited if the Blues were going to win for the first time in their franchise's history. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Boston, have some self-awareness. You guys became the poster (laughs) child for a city celebrating after a drought. Do you not remember 2004? It's just, it's all of it's sickening. Nobody forgot where they came from faster than Boston fans. I know. Yeah, nobody. It, it's it is a little embarrassing. I mean, when we were doing it on the show, you and Bernie were rolling so hot that I was like, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna lay out here. They they, they got this one. But I, what I was gonna say is like, you guys are completely right. There was the whole, oh, now I can die in peace. Like how many books were written and movies were done where the now I can die in peace thing was what was invoked when the Red Sox won in 2004. So. I completely co-sign with that. That was just honestly, that was them doing a really bad radio bit. They just they don't believe that. They yeah. they they just got caught up in the moment. They do a four hour show. They they that was a throwaway segment for them. I'm giving my guys a pass. They okay. they, re, they realize they realize it. Yeah, that's a bad take. It's a really <laughs> really bad take. Okay, well speaking of fans who kind of lost their heads, I have not been locked into the NBA Finals because we've been just drowning in Stanley Cup Finals coverage over here in St. Louis. Obviously, I was super pumped last night to get to 
to watch game five of the NBA Finals. And I was so bummed to see Kevin Durant go down with that Achilles injury. I was so bummed to see the polite, kind Canadian fans of Toronto cheer his injury as he goes down. I listen. <laughs> the classic Saruti sigh. I know I'm in for because it. Because I just think this is absurd. And this isn't like an attack on you, Michelle. But like, I just I felt like I was reading Twitter last night, and there were a ton of like people who like thought that they were like fake tough guys. Be like, oh, I wouldn't, have, <laughs> I wouldn't have done that in that situation. Listen, I was it was it a it's a bad look um, for the Toronto fans, but like literally every fan base in every major sport in the entire world would have reacted in that situation the same way Toronto fans reacted. And I you have to applaud them for realizing in the moment that's our bad. This is a situ- this is a situation that's way more serious than we thought because right away Kevin Durant goes down. You get the you get the screenshot of the guy who's just like you know in the, in the red Raptors jersey who's waving goodbye and you're like that guy's a douche. Mm-hmm. But they just realize hey we we probably just won the finals like they probably thought in that moment hey Durant's out we are going to win our first championship in franchise history right. and I just think like to expect people to act reasonably in that situation is unrealistic and maybe that's just a flaw of humanity or whatever but that's it's just an unrealistic expectation so i actually applaud the fact that most of the fan base when given the second chance were chanting kd and applauded him off the court when they when they finally realized like hey this is actually pretty serious and we shouldn't be doing this so i just i just i don't know i just feel like everyone on twitter is like uh, it's like the blue check brigade is out for blood to tell everyone how bad of a person they are and you're like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I've seen plenty of different fan bases do things like that, and I'm just not going to get worked up over it because people are in the heat of the moment. And that's how it goes. Now, I will say this. It definitely kills, if not murders, the how nice Toronto people are. For like, sure. Toronto is just like Toronto is just like every other city. Like I'm 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 I don't want to hear any more of like, oh, up north, like we're just nicer people. No, you're just like everybody else. So get in line. I'm not going to kill you for this, but like you no longer get to hold your head higher than anybody else does. Yeah, everyone has jerk fans. I will say, though, I wonder how the fans would have reacted had their own players not scolded them for cheering. Yeah, but I, I again, I think, you know, shouts out to Kyle Lowry and shouts out to Serge Ibaka and whoever else was doing that. But like fans are dumb. Like, I don't know. What do you what do, I don't what do you expect? Like, yeah, this They're is dumb. just this is just what happens. We're all like, dumb. Fans are stupid. <laughs> and they did a stupid thing. I'm not going to get that mad about it. Lowry getting a lot of brownie points this postseason, oh, Sp- specifically the him. championship. But like, <laughs> you know, the way he handled that owner that pushed him on the sidelines, the way he handled the the crowd. I mean, yeah, he's an annoying player to watch, but off the court stuff or in between play stuff, I should say, he, he's getting high grades. So good for Kyle Lowry. I'm gonna just abstain from this because I'm just gonna <laughs> say something that's gonna be too mean. I just don't. Oh, like say Kyle it. Lowry, you gotta yeah, say come it. Come on, now you have to say it, dude. No, I just think like, oh, cool. So like, you're just gonna undercut people and take people's legs out, but and then look up at the video screen and complain every time a foul is called on you. Like, I just think that's absurd. Like, you know he what, is though? one of the dirtiest players in the league, and he he cries and cries and cries after every single call, and he's constantly on the ground. And I know some of that is hustle, but some of it's just like kind of the try hard thing of like, look at me, I'm on the ground hustling. And shouts out to him because he's come up big in the last few games and maybe even series. But he is a, he's a, a guy who's had a history of just absolutely disappearing in playoff games. So I'm just not a huge Kyle Lowry guy. I don't know. I kind of like Lowry. I kind of like that underdog. He's sort of a fat guy, you know. <laughs> you know, he's, fat, yeah, yeah, he's he's sneaky thick. He's got some he's got some decent man boobs. Uh, I like Kyle Lowry. 
So I don't know. Yeah, he's like a spaz out there. I, 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 maybe I'm an NBA defensive guy because like <laughs> I will point to like the numerous amount of receivers or defensive backs every time a pass is thrown, either calling for an offensive or pass and pass a defensive pass interference. So like this whole like selling for calls thing, I don't think is unique to the NBA. But yeah, there are definitely guys in the NBA that uh, that do it way more than other guys and are super annoying about it. I mean, I know people. I like Draymond Green, but I get people people don't mm. like Draymond Green for that same reason. Sorry, did you like Fred Van Vliet? I do like Fred Van Vliet because he he's also like he. he I think he's not skilled at really. He's he's short. He's not super athletic. Yeah. And now he's missing a tooth, and he's a baller. Like the dude is unbelievable. He's he's so much better than I think anyone ever thought he was going to be in the league. So I yeah I, I love Fred VanVleet. So I thought you might like him, but then I also thought you might be annoyed by him because of the narratives surrounding the fact that his game has turned around since his son was born. I just could see you rolling your eyes about that. I don't really <laughs> know anything about it because like who knows? Like maybe he's you know maybe the lack of sleep is helping him. I don't. I have no idea. I can Although promise you that's traveling, not the case. and I imagine that his <laughs> wife is sort of taking care of whatever baby is while he's on the road but no I don't know I don't I didn't really think about that Nair I don't know what to think because I don't know if that's like if, if you have a baby and it gives you like superhuman powers of lack of sleep or if it's just like an absolute disaster but yeah there's no there's no denying that he's been unbelievable since his kid was born yeah he gets dad strength now that's yeah, something he well, didn't have before. His, was it his first child? No, or? he already had a kid. Yeah, oh, okay. So already, well, never mind. So he already had. So dad now strength. he has double yeah. dad strength. Yeah. Now exactly. Yeah. So we don't count on double dad. Strength. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's something not double dad, dad strength. On. No, you got to yeah, respect that. a guy from Wichita State doing his thing, man. Yeah. Go shockers. Yeah, to think, to think that that guy that we watched at Wichita State was going to be like you know defending Steph Curry well and like <laughs> nailing threes in the finals for the like, Raptors. I told you, you were high. Yeah, for the Raptors <laughs> on their way to winning a championship. I would told you you were high. We had talked in previous pods about continuing our TV talk. There was some <laughs> chatter that maybe we would watch Big Little Lies and break it down on this podcast. But then it debuted on Sunday night. Tom and I and Steve, who I will put money on, did not watch Game 6 <laughs> of the Stanley Cup Final. We had a big game on Sunday night. And then last night we were all texting saying, should we watch it? Should we watch it? And then obviously we had the NBA Finals on. So we have not watched Big Little Lies yet. So maybe we'll binge the two episodes and pick that up next week. I don't know how yeah. you guys feel about I it. Watched I watched it. The... You did? I watched it yesterday afternoon. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, I did not. Uh, Didn't well, we text it? Wait, you yeah, watched we it after we texted it? Well, yeah, but neither one of that was evening. Neither one of you guys said if you were yes or no on it. So I was like, I'm just gonna be ahead of the game in case it's a yes. And I banged it out and uh, took some notes. So when we do it next (laughs) week, I'm gonna be ready ready to go. Yeah, I got some hot hot takes ready to roll on this one. Here's the issue though: is that this proves the point of like no show. I don't know ever, but like no show currently. Is going to pick up the torch as far as like have to watch, must see when it comes out on Sundays or whatever day it comes out. And Big Little Eyes, like I'm not saying it's not going to be a good show, but it's just not there. It's not at that level. That's right. Yeah, um, you're right. And I'm I'm interested to see the second season. Like I don't, I still don't understand how there is a second season because I thought the first season was ended sort of perfectly. Right. But I'm still interested in watching it. But nothing will match Thrones as far as like you need to watch in the moment or you're like you're behind like society. Uh, I understand what you're saying, but. Even if Game of Thrones was on on Sunday, I'm watching Game 6 of the Stanley Cup Final. <laughs> no, I get yeah. that. Yeah. E- but even if I didn't have a rooting interest in it with the Blues, oh, we'll take the NBA Finals. If that was on Sunday, I'm watching that over Game of Thrones. I just think sports is the best reality show mm-hmm. slash show ever, and sports will always trump actual TV content for me. Unless it's pros versus Joes, great reality television that's oh also God. sports. Do you guys remember that show? 
Pros versus Joes. I mean, I remember no. it. I never, I never Ho- saw hosted an by Petros Papadakis. Yeah, no. it doesn't surprise me that you were into that show, dude. Good, you would love that show. already. go I back and check it out. Love that show. I can tell you right now. Yeah, I, I would definitely not. No, no. no okay. you're both, I'll send you guys some uh, random dude. Yeah, from like, it's, it's awesome. I don't know Stratford. I got him. We're <laughs> Stratford. Yeah, I'll send you guys pass. some YouTube clips. You, I'm, you know what? You're missing out. You don't have to. Okay, I'm gonna. So we're gonna do ten thousand frogs this week. We haven't done it in a while. But before we do that, kind of a lead in in the romance department. Tom sent us an email yesterday, and Steve, of course, did not read it. And I, was I busy yesterday. Thanks, that's okay. I'm not even mad that you didn't read it. I'm glad you didn't because I am going to present this to you <laughs> okay. without any sort of preconceived notion. So, Tom, you know, we we sometimes send out notes saying, "Okay, did we watch Big Little Lies? Here's what's going on in my life. Like, we should talk about this." So, this is a note from Tom. When I'm in New York next weekend for a wedding, a bunch of people from the wedding are going to this pseudo-orgy event. (laughs) I've been pressured into buying a ticket. Here's a link to the description. I really don't want to go. I think a combo about this could be interesting. So, of course, I click on the link. It's called House of Love, Nick Monaco All Night Long. And here's the description, (laughs) Saruti. I'm going to try to get through this without laughing. I Actually, I can't. I'm already laughing. And... Also, as I'm reading this, imagine Tommy Freeze Pops going to this event in New York City. (laughs) A night of sin and skin and sacred play and the temple of pleasure. Indulge in disobedience. Shed your shame and honor your sacred seductive self in the divine light of love. Engage in prayer of the flesh filled with power and pleasure. Feel the strongest passions with your partners or new friends of the night arrive with your heart body and soul dance sweat breathe and feel how hard we love you costumes are (laughs) mandatory dressing to theme is strictly required for entry lace leather latex lingerie styles fetish chic femdom submissive and sincere hedonistic and hot (laughs) jeans t-shirt and casual clothing is strictly prohibited steve your reaction I have no idea how to react to that. <laughs> These are like your friends? Yeah, so it's it's my friend's wedding that weekend, and it's another one of our friend's birthdays, and she wants to do this. And it was one of those deals where I was Sounds taking- like your friend just wants to bang your other friends. <laughs> or, and or strangers in a group setting. Yeah. Well, it was one of those it Sounds things- like your friend just wants to like slut out without being judged. <laughs> Like, slut out is my new favorite thing I've ever heard of. And by, now everyone's going to get mad at me again. Because I'm, whatever, is blah, blah. that a just, very, That's what it sounds is like. Is that a what variation of thotting out? No, thotting out's different. Yeah, because yeah. thotting out is just like, you know, dressing provocatively and taking pictures on Instagram. Slutting out would be like actually doing the deed. Wearing leather just, and latex it, yeah, and going to it, a group it, hang? It just sounds like she doesn't want to be judged, really. Yeah, so... This is, this is so what happened here is I was taking my afternoon nap as I normally do, and I woke up in the group chat that I was in with these people was well over 100 texts. So I'm like, what the fuck is happening? I go back, and I'm trying to look at what's going on, what's going on. They're like, oh, we're going to this thing, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, whatever. Like, I'm not even reading the text. I just buy the ticket. I don't even look at what it is. And, like, the other day I went back to check on it, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, I guess we're doing this. So I spent like forty five bucks on this thing, and I think that the prices have even gone up since then. Mm-hmm. They're at fifty. <laughs> yeah, and I, now I'm like, well, I'm stuck here because what am I supposed to do? Show up with fucking booby tassels on <laughs> and a like a, I don't know, leather hat and a assless chaps. Like what? I'm not gonna walk around New York 
dressed like a fucking. Well, you just wear a trench coat. S and M weirdo. Steve's so got the play. Wear a trench. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so, you don't wear that out. But we're going yeah. to like a nice dinner before, so I don't understand what the what the girls' play is here. You I mean, like tear away suits. You know, you could wear it like you know you wear a nice clothes and you tear away and you got ashes chaps. It's and also New York. Anything goes in New York. It's That's like true. a group of. It's, I think it's a group of like twelve of us. Just and, say it's fashion. And like nine of them are girls, so it's. It's a heavy. It's going to be like a heavily dominant, like I guess, slutting out outfit crew. I, I don't like that term, slutting out. It feels very degrading. Well, let me, to women. let me. Why does it have to be women? <laughs> True, I guess. guys can be sluts. Yeah, dude, it's twenty nineteen. Yeah, Figure come on, you're the one that made it about I'm, women. I'm the one wow. trying to be wow. PC wow, here. Wow, Tom. <laughs> wow. I'm reading this as we're having this conversation, and it says these are things that are going to be featured at this party aphrodisiac edibles, performances of pleasure, champagne and candles, bondage and blindfolds, installations and secret rooms, and my personal favorite, feathers and feelings. So as someone who's never been to an orgy before, like, are there just like separate rooms? Like, I don't understand how this works. Like, well, so just, my, my, my main question. Big room and things well, you, are just going down. Is, is this an orgy? You. Am I right? Like, this is an orgy, right? Well, let me tell you. You really should have read this. I didn't read it. I just bought the ticket. Because as you're buying the ticket, you literally consent. It says consent is required for all touch. Use your words, not your hand. Basically, it's saying that everyone in there is going to be touching each other. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Tom cares about that. No, yeah, I'm but co- I'm it cool says with the come, touch. come early and come with intention. Like you're going there to get your freak on. Okay. Oh, maybe I'm into it. Also, all right. When is there, this? It's uh, next Friday, I think. A couple right. weeks when from now. Said, yeah, you obviously ten have days to from go now and report back, and you know. So you guys think you, I should go? You don't get an STD because there's there's a faction of the crew that is looking to maybe deviate plans here, well, and I'm thinking of maybe joining that crowd. But if the pod really wants me to do it. And if the listeners want me to do it, then I'll go. I'll. I'll... I think you secretly want to do yeah, it. Yeah, come on. You, there's as I'm pulling up this ticket. There's no way that you did not see this. There's like a very sexual photo on the House of Love. The description is literally right next to where you have to click tickets. I to literally purchase. just was post nap scrolled, clicked link, scrolled down, boom, purchased. I I did no idea what I was buying. I had no idea. Okay, follow-up question. Yes. As someone that works with you and sees you every day, I know that your um, aesthetic is uh, comfort forward. Yo, for sure. A lot of sweatpants, a lot of tees. Yes. Even when you're supposed to get dressed up for, you know, the Stanley Cup final in the press box, you're a jeans and flannel guy. Yeah. Like, that's you getting dressed up. For sure. So I can't imagine that dressing to this theme that you would have something in your wardrobe that you could even wear to this. No, n- definitely not. I would have so to So you have to go purchase. Yes. Yes. Also, I feel like for a girl to probably find an outfit like this, you could just go to a lingerie shop or whatever. For a man of your size cuz you're not, you know, you can't just like wear a women's outfit yeah, that you correct. could make into a man's size. Yes. You would have Michelle's calling me fat. Yes. No, no, no. I'm saying you're a tall man. <laughs> you are going to have to probably buy something online. Mhm. And, you know, this event is 10 days from now. Yeah, so if I know. you're going to go, you're going to have to make a purchase pretty soon. I got to figure it out. I do. Yeah. If I you mean, want time to go to this, leave us a review. Yeah. Apple Pods, <laughs> subscribe rate review, vote yes. And if you've been to an orgy before and can give me Let's tips. Where's where this thing at? Oh, it's at the House of Yes. 
Okay. Is so that I a thing? Have, I have friends who have been to the House of Yes. It's in Brooklyn. It's basically just like a big event space that throws these wild parties. Okay. Um, yeah. If you go to this, which now I'm going to force you to, you're <laughs> coming out with some interesting stories. You're going to see some stuff there. Okay. All right. Yeah, you have to go. It's been It's been decided. Yeah, I I was almost debating not telling you guys about this because I figured you guys would end up saying, yeah, we have you have to go to this now, talk about it. Because I I just I feel like I don't want to do this. It's going to end poorly for me. Or I'm it's going to end up well like, for you. So I was just at that <laughs> wedding and I ripped my pants. Like, what do you think's going to happen at the house of yes if I'm rocking some assless chaps? Wear deodorant. <laughs> I mean, there's going to be a lot of sweating you need at to this br- thing. Not only wear deodorant, you need to bring extra. Bring a stick. Yeah. I wonder if this setup, based on everything that I just read, is kind of going to be like St. Petersburg, where you have to check your phone at the door, basket at the door, because if everyone's wearing essentially erotica and is going to be touching everyone, <laughs> and there's going to be rooms and feathers and feelings, I mm. can't imagine that you would go into that event wanting it to be put on social media. Yeah, I'm not taking a picture. Are you kidding me? Well, no, you can before you get in because you're going to need photographic evidence of this. Yeah. But you know what I mean? I have a feeling that things are going to get aggressive inside and you may have to check your phone at the door. That's something you should really check into. I can't imagine they'd let you just have your phone around this whole thing. Like, that'd be, I mean, they don't want people snapping pictures. Yeah, no way. What if you want to go there like anonymously? Totally. What if you're in a relationship with someone? Yeah. What if it's like a veto situation from The Sopranos? You know, a guy's getting after it at a a club and his buddies don't know that's the type of club he goes to. And then it kind of ruined his life. I'm actually <laughs> shocked that you're going to this. The more we're talking through this, I I'm am not. So, I'm, I'm not going. You're I'm not going. Friends and stuff, but man, this is not the. This is not the. Way to go down. <laughs> but honestly, you have to do it now because uh, you have to. He, I'm going to make a list of questions that I have for you that I want you to answer as you're at the event. <laughs> like I'm curious if it's going to be guys like you, like you know, a very. Yeah normal east coast dude who gets roped into this or if it's going to be a very like a christian gray type <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't even know how to describe it. but you know what? i i wonder if it's going to be people who already have this outfit in their closet yeah. that are going to be going to this yeah i'm i'm hoping that there's a corner of the room that are just a bunch of guys like me wearing ridiculous outfits and we're just like we're all holding a beer we're just looking at each other like yeah you got roped into this too like yeah and we can just hang out and chill. Yeah, I didn't. And maybe we can do some consensual, uh, you know, high five dapping. I didn't expect you to say you were hoping to see other guys there, but always looking for dudes. Bumble friend, just always looking for dudes. <laughs> uh, can you make? Imagine if there's like a bunch of you, just like yeah, like hey, Wait. Bumble friend group is like, hey, should we meet up at this orgy party? That'd be kind of cool. Yeah, maybe, you know, get to know each other a little bit. Yeah, I should put that in my Bumble profile, like my bio. Like attending orgy in Brooklyn next weekend. Yeah. Ask Hit me, me anything. Up. HMU. Yeah. Um, how about this, Steve? When the Blues beat the Bruins Oof. in Game Seven, should Tom's punishment for being a Boston fan be that for two days he has to put in his Twitter bio, always looking for dudes? <laughs> <laughs> so wait, so that's yeah. if the Blues win. I feel yeah. like that. If okay, sure. Because <laughs> if the Bruins win, yeah. That's when I should be punished, though, right? But I'm going to be yeah. happy when the Blues win. Is that? Am I not allowed to be happy? No, you're totally allowed. Okay. No, you're allowed. Yeah. That's I think fair. it's great that you're happy if the Blues win. Yeah. I told you. I impulse bought a Wayne Gretzky <laughs> Blues jersey. The other day. I think you're fine. <laughs> no, I said I but, think it's great. Yeah. No, I'm saying you're biased, though. Like you, you, of course, you won't, you think it's great because it's your team. I am a neutral 
per- I'm Switzerland in this situation. Although I am a huge Blues fan. Yeah, what are you talking about? You're not Switzerland. Too. I could, s- but, but in all honesty, I am neutral. It's totally okay for you to be happy if the Blues win. I could see St. Louis fans saying that I shouldn't be allowed to be happy because I'm a Boston fan, mm-hmm. and people in the city don't like Boston teams. So they'd be like, "Well, why are you allowed to have that happiness, but also enjoy this happiness?" And to them, I would say. Context is important. Sorry that I can have some nuance and understand how important a Blues championship would be to this city and to those fans and to a hockey fan in general, just how fun this entire run has been. So, And he bought a Wayne Gretzky jersey at yeah. the Soulard Farmer's Market. <laughs> Blues jersey. It's a I mean, sick listen. jersey. Yeah, I get it. Like sweaters, are, hockey sweaters are great. We need Love to get you a, to we need to get you a blue sweater, especially sure. for guys like you, Tom. Like dudes mm. that you know, bigger dudes like guys in hockey sweaters. Like you, you stand. That's a cool look at a bar. You know, that a hat, a beard. Like, Hell that's, yeah. a, that's a good look for you. That's a, that's a great fall look. Yeah, yeah, as a girl that doesn't like jerseys, I will say if a guy's going to wear a jersey, a hockey sweater is by far the best option. Good to know. Don't you think? There I would say, I would say I basketball's would... last. What about yeah, you basketball's guys? so lame because oh, you have to wear a T-shirt. Last. But uh, a basketball, you have to wear a T-shirt under, which automatically makes you look yeah, like a fourth least, grader. Yeah, exactly. You're right, and I and I've never been a. I would I would rank. I mean, I would go differently. I would go I would go soccer. See, one. soccer is going to be too like comfortable for me. television shirt. It's a, comf- a comfortable T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I would go hockey sweater two. Okay. And then it's a toss up between hoops and and football because I I like baseball. It, uh, basketball. No, baseball is it's a really huge baseball guy. The people, if it's a t-shirt jersey, totally different. Jersey, if it's okay. like the button-up one, no, we're talking like, strict jersey button-up. No, that's a loser move. That's so like, is that that's the last try, one? That's that a try too hard move. That's probably last. I didn't even have that on my list, so that is definitely last. Because basketball guy, okay, you know, I, I'm not one of those guys, but you wear it to like the block party, you wear it to you know like the cookout or whatever. You're you know that, that's a thing. It's not my thing, but it's a thing. Football guy. You know, I don't know. I feel like football guy wearing a jersey is like at Buffalo Wild Wings, and he's just like <laughs> had like way too many coarse lights. And I don't really want to talk to that guy. So I don't really like that guy in the first place. Sure. So, I, so and you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. Totally, 100. Yeah. yeah. So that's Tom, why I would put Tom. those. Two yeah. Guys. Thanks for calling me out, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it's Tom. So that's okay. <laughs> yeah. Baseball button-up jersey guy. I don't even know. Like, where do you even wear that? Oh, that's such a weird. People look. wear it to the games. Like, you would be shocked at how many dudes wear actual baseball jerseys to the game. I just find them uncomfortable. And it's hot outside. Yeah, I, just, I don't I don't like the baseball jersey thing. I have I think I have one. It's a David Ortiz spring training Red Sox like button up thing. I never ever wear. T's and P's to David Ortiz. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, seriously. God. God. That yeah. sucked. That ruined my mood at the game the other night. It I actually almost texted you. I was like, he was, was bumming like, hard. Are you okay? Dude, that yeah. I didn't even want to talk to him about it. I like I wanted to say something, but then I was like, I could see how upset he was. So Dude. I just was like, I'm gonna not even bring it up right now. The, I mean, there was a bunch of Boston reporters there that also cover the Red Sox. So like, as soon as I saw it, I went over and talked to them, and they had nothing for me. So I'm like, okay, these guys don't fucking know what's happening. David Ortiz is about to die in the Dominican Republic, and I'm sitting here in St. Louis, and I can't do anything. I was freaking out. I feel like out. you, of you all the athletes, <laughs> who would know. you like? Who would you like get the crap beat out of you protecting over? Would it like? Would it be more likely to be Tom Brady or David Ortiz? Oh, that's a great question. You know what? I think Ortiz, honestly. Because Are you saying this now because he's clinging to life in a Massachusetts maybe, hospital? Maybe, maybe, but. I, you know, I'm just thinking out loud here. He's the type of guy that seems like he's more likely to be a guy that I'd be friends with. 
you know, like drinking, having a good time out with the boys, you know, yeah. giving guys shit. I can't see you and Tom Brady. Being no. Brady, Brady seems just like a quiet dude. I mean, I have some friends that are quiet and passive, but, but like Ortiz, avocado ice cream, you could never get down with that right? in Ortiz real life. Seems like the type of guy I could throw a few cervezas back with and have a good time. So. I I just feel like maybe if I was in that situation where I had to defend either one of them in a in a street fight, that would be the guy I'm more apt to take a bullet for. Um, but I mean, of course, I love Tom Brady; he's my god. So there's that too. So you're saying Poppy's greater than God? Maybe. I mean, did you see the 2013 World Series? Yeah, I was there. <laughs> I remember. I'm sorry, I had to. You put it on a T for I'm me. not even mad at him. I'm mad at Mike Matheny. So let's not. <laughs> Steve, is there an athlete that you would take a severe beating for? Because if you have one, I desperately want to know oh, who yeah. it is. This will be funny. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I would probably say. I mean, they're all. They're, see, here's the tricky part, though. Is like they're mostly soccer players. I was so, just gonna say that's they're okay. soccer. And those European know. dudes that are like ultras, like you don't mess with those guys. Right, so right. I feel like I would be protected if that was the case. But it, it would be Francesco Totti, Daniele De Rossi, obviously one, two. Obviously, if, if we're talking about if we're talking about American sports. Oof, Alex Smith. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that's a great call. You would take a beating for Alex Smith. <laughs> I have taken a beating for the last seven years Her over Alex beating. Smith. That's exactly yeah. what I was thinking. I was like, Steve has yeah. been getting whipped for Alex Smith oh, for years. Might as well get physically beat up. Oh yeah, that's a great call, Michelle. Yeah, Thank definitely, you. definitely Alex Smith. I don't know if there because there's there's really nobody on the like nobody on the Magic T Mac. Mm, yes, but I don't know. Probably not. It really when it came push came to shove. <laughs> you'd be like, "Sorry, um, T Mac, you're gonna have to handle this one." You'd like yeah. slow. You'd be the Homer Simpson gif, like just going back into the bush. Yeah, so that's probably about it. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that's probably about it. Alex Smith would be the best answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say Ortiz, Brady, back, Paul Pierce Alex. for me. Those would be the guys. I just love that Tom's are like oh, legendary Boston figures, and yours is Alex Smith. <laughs> Speaking of Paul Pierce. Oh, yeah. Have we talked about this? I don't think we have. No. The yeah. wheelchair game. I'm glad you brought it up because I, because, so we ha- I went through, there was a back and forth of some people at work because obviously t- Paul Pierce basically admitted that he shit his pants <laughs> in the NBA finals when he was taken off in a wheelchair, which yeah. I have literally held against him to this day. Like, Rosillo gets mad at me. He's like, well, I don't know why you're so mad about that. I'm like, because it, it's annoying. It was, so, it was BS. We've gotten in fights um, about it, too. So he, he just, he, it turns out he shit his pants. And, but here's the thing. Then in. afterwards, he was like, oh, no, it was all a joke. I was just joking. By the way, that has been an internet theory from several people, including like a bunch of people. I mean, Jason Concepcion at The Ringer long time. Has, been, has been on that for a long time. There have been like people who have screenshots of like stains in the guy's sh- in the shorts because he was wearing all white that <laughs> I night. Saw this, it. Is like, this is an internet theory that has been tried and true for many, many, many years. He finally admits to it being true. And then afterwards on Twitter, he's like, oh, I was just joking. So then some people at work were like, no, it's not true. I'm like, no, 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 no. He told the truth. Saw the backlash, ironically, his nickname is The Truth, told the truth, What's up? saw the backlash, and was like, oh, no, I was just joking, I didn't actually shit my pants. <laughs> no, dude, you shit your pants. And it's okay, and I honestly respect him more for admitting it. Well, I, I did originally respect him more for admitting that it was true, because I'm like, that's a tough thing to admit, and, like, it's kind of funny. And, like, you know what, hey, you shit your pants, came out, hit some threes, you won the game, good for you, like, I'm probably more likely to root for you now. But then when he was like, oh, no, I was just kidding, like, I totally, it's exactly why I didn't like Paul Pierce in the first place. I also don't know how he can deny it after... You look at the photo. I mean, the spot is in it's a pretty damning spot. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I it's mean, incriminating. It, yeah. it, for me, as someone that remembers the wheelchair game fondly, for many years I had kind of ignored that theory and been like, no, he was hurt. He needed to get off the floor quickly. He got some treatment. He got back in there. But now, knowing the shitting your pants story thing, <laughs> 
And having been someone who has shit their pants in, you know, some public not, event. not great situations. Wait, did we know that you shit your pants? Oh, have I not talked Probably? about this on the Steve, podcast? Did you know this? I didn't know this. Wait, know. well, yeah. okay, we may have to table 10,000 frogs <laughs> this week because we're running low on time and Tom just revealed he shit himself in public. Oh, honestly, not surprised. Yeah, I'm, you know what? Not surprised at all. I, I could have swore we've talked about this. I, I don't mean, maybe, you know but refresh my, you know what? Refresh yeah. my memory. I'm thinking about a different conversation I've had with people at Bristol. You guys were not in that room. Okay. Yeah, I shat myself twice <laughs> in high school uh, within two twice? within two weeks of each other. What? Um, Is there a situation going on? Yeah, or? well, no. Whoa. So Is there the a virus fir- going around? Yeah, what is happening? The first one, I was just playing floor hockey in gym class. <laughs> oh, Jesus, And it dude. was the end of the unit, and I had not scored a goal yet, and I scored the game-winning goal at the end of the at the end of the period that day and i jumped up Dude. in like celebration and then as i came down a lot of diarrhea came out of my ass oh my <laughs> god dude what that's not a real story and i waddled out of the gym and i had to call wait my, oh my god I did anyone pulled. know what well, happened well oh. no i was wearing boxer briefs so everything kind of held up there but it definitely looked like a diaper like Full of diarrhea, and I I waddled out of the gym, and I had to call my mom uh, you, to bring oh me God, in to, to bring me in some underwear so I could play in the JV basketball game later that day. Wait, so you had to sit in it until well, your no, mom I went, arrived? I went in the bathroom, f- threw away the underwear, and then kind of just free balled it down there in the locker room until <laughs> Did my you mom know got there. that you had to shit. Like, is, what, no, just surprise you... attack, boom. <laughs> That kind of happens? just came out of nowhere. I didn't think your body could surprise attack. <laughs> I had, had some loose bowels that day. I don't know what happened. Oh, my God. <laughs> Nobody then, noticed. Nobody was like, well, that's Well, everyone noticed like me shit. waddling out of the gym, yeah. And was it immediate? Did you even say a word? Well, you just no, like, I said goodbye? nothing. I just beelined it as fast well, as I could while waddling to Maybe the... what you should have done was pull a Paul Pierce. <laughs> Grabbed like, a wheelchair. Like yeah. <laughs> Grab your hamstring. Um, so that was the first one. And then two weeks later, way... Way different situation. I was sitting in uh, English class, and I look over at my buddy Ben Potter, who's a listener of the pod. Shout out to Ben. Shout out, Ben. And uh, I look at him, and I go, hey, listen to this. And I thought I was going to let out a long <laughs> fart. <Dude. laughs> I hate you And I lifted up my- And I lifted up my leg, because it was like a, we were all watching a movie, so it was really quiet. And Jeez. instead of farting, I shat myself again. And I karma. And then I look at him like dead, dead face, and he looks at me, and he's like, "Dude, what happened?" I was like, "I just shat myself." <laughs> and then I waddle out of the classroom again. So I'm thinking my guy has my back, but he immediately announces to the class, "Tom shat himself again," because everyone knew about the gym class thing at this point. Why? Because you told them. Well, I had told a few friends again, but they sold me out. As I would have taken that to my grave. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, dude. So then I had to call my mom again to bring me in oh some my underwear, God. and she said. She said, no, fuck that. I already did that two weeks ago. You're fucking 16 years old. Why are you shitting yourself? Go to the fucking bathroom and take care of it, you fucking self. And she hung up on me, and I called her back. I'm like, Mom, I have a basketball game again this day. And she's like, I don't care. Figure it out. So are you serious? I played that basketball in, game in defense, with no underwear that day. Again, right? yeah. yeah, in her defense, first of all, love your mom. Shout out to your mom. <laughs> you are 16. If you shit your pants twice in the uh, two week span, yeah, I'm dude, not bailing you out either. Yeah, I, look, I don't know. I didn't know who else to, to call. I mean, my dad was at work. My mom was wasn't working at the time. I thought, hey, underwear patrol, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so then I went to the bathroom, cleaned myself up, and I had to free ball it the rest of that day and. 
play a, a JV basketball game that day. And when we had basketball games, I had to wear a, a shirt and tie to like the you know I don't know if you guys had to do that on game days. You had to wear shirt and tie, so I was wearing a shirt and tie and no underwear. It felt really weird. So I uh, so I so this is a wow. this slightly is so similar story. It didn't it wasn't me. Okay, but when I was a kid, I forget how old we were. Maybe like 10, 11, 12, I don't know, somewhere around there. One of my one of my friends shit his pants jumping on a trampoline with everybody and we just were no longer friends. Like he, I don't think he, he didn't come around after that. Like he was wow. just that was the end it of the It ended friendship. it, hum. Yeah. And honestly like it, because it had to. Like it wasn't he he couldn't hang out with us anymore cuz we were just going to make fun of him. People don't forget. So he had to find new friends. Yeah, like yeah, People literally. don't forget. That's so true. So at least you got at least you didn't lose your friends over that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I could have. I wouldn't have blamed them, but look, twice I just, too. Yeah, but the weird thing is, they weren't related because they were two very different situations. No, they were related because you shit yourself twice. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Yep. I'm well, in that respect, yes, but like one of them was just like a surprise diarrhea attack. The other one was a fart gone wrong. Oh my god! You scored a game-winning so goal in floor hockey and shit your pants. Yeah, I jumped up that in the air in celebration. celebration. I was like, yeah, and then I came down. Everything, just there. I don't. I don't even know what. <laughs> Not to surprised. Say. So to, to put a bow on it, Paul Pierce, I commiserate with you. You are one of my all-time favorite athletes, and this just brought us even closer. <laughs> Thirty-four, Alleged. baby. The I, truth. I really would love nothing more than for you to interview Paul Pierce and relay that first story to him. <laughs> Like, it's not weird, dude. I did it. Too. Yeah, let me tell you about the time. The first time. Wait, I were you in myself. high school, Tom? When that. Like, wait, did you shit your pants first or did Pierce shit his pants Oh, that's a good point. Let me think. Oh, wow. Yeah. So that was June of 2008. So that was sophomore year. So, yeah, uh, I shat my pants first. Wow. Wow. So he pulled a freeze pop. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. (laughs) You're a trendsetter. Yeah, look at this. Because that was was in the early winter of 2007. So, yeah. So I was was a couple months ahead of my man. You know what? Honestly, shouts out to you. Most people don't come back from shitting their pants in high school. Not once, let alone twice. Dude, I was- yeah, most fucking kids boss, don't dude. come back from that. So good for you. Good for you, <laughs> Steve. What do you think the guy you knew who shit his pants is doing today? Ah, I think he lives in Colorado. I don't even know <laughs> by I himself. Mean, Get away. He may Mountain or may air. not follow each other on Facebook, but I or yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, we just sort of he lost had to touch. move away. Still lives with the shame. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he had to just. That was it because he just knew. My friends are kind of rough. Like we all just sort of. We're kind of mean to each other. Yeah, so I've heard. Maddie, well, your so wife has mine. told me. Everyone told me. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're coming to, yeah, that's right. Chicago, what's up? Making yeah. my first trip to Chicago. Can't my friends wait. are all really mean to each other. Yeah, she said like that. Each other. She's like, Steve has best friends, but they are awful to each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, literally, I think wait, we- Wait, don't you, you have know, a group text where you guys say something mean to each other or something? Or like, what's your name? There's like a group text name or something. Oh no, it's just, that's just called dudes. Oh yeah, yeah, just dudes. Okay, it's dudes. Yeah, she no, told me we something. We had some really mean nicknames. For yeah, what was the guy? Up. Bottlehead or I something like that. Big head. Oh, Dome Piece. Yeah, you'll meet Dome, Dome Piece. Yeah. Oh, I will. Yep. Great. My buddy Mike. Yep. Yeah, Dome Piece is a good dude. His head is not as domey anymore. Great. <laughs> that's good. Great. His head shrunk. What did he stop taking PEDs? No, he just you know he grew into his head. You know, people fill out. Yeah, exactly. We had some terrible nicknames for for kids growing up that I cannot repeat on the pod. I'll tell you guys after. But, Whoa, that bad, huh? Yeah, yeah, it was bad. NSFP. We were, we were, we were mean, but honestly, like that, it hardens you. That's why. That's that's who the person I am today. Like that's why you so know. So cynical like, and tough. Yeah, cynical, hmm. tough. Like I don't really, you know, like thick skin. Like I don't care if people make fun of me. Whatever people like on Twitter, who cares? Like. It's fine. I, and I, I attribute that to just, you know, my friends are rough on each other. We harden each other for the real world. Sure. So if 
Tom was your friend growing up and he shit himself twice in a two-week span, what would his nickname be amongst your friends? Ooh. Skidmark. Oh, my well, God. I, maybe, but you know what? Honestly, I don't I don't even, like I said, I don't think there would be a nickname. He would just be kicked out of the group. He's that just eviscerated. Like, I, well, you know what? I don't even remember, because I don't remember if he if this kid left the group or he was just, like, ridiculed to the point where he felt like he had to leave the group. I think he just knew what was coming. And just like I just I can't ta- I can't handle this so I gotta I gotta get out. How old was he when this happened? I said I think we were like ten, eleven, or twelve. Wow, that's that's yeah. great self awareness at that young age. To know, yeah, I just like this stuff coming around. It. It's crazy. Yeah. Like yeah, it's like you know, marks out. Like I don't know. He's just he's gone. Got to go find some fucking pant, pants that, shitters like himself and find some new friends. I hate that his name's Mark. <laughs> his after, name's not Mark. I just oh, I was gonna say after yeah. we know what happened, you know. Oh, skid mark. No. Oh, that would have been brutal. That would have been I know. great. Actually, really that's a great call. It's not great, Steve. It would have been sad. <laughs> Actually, it's kind of awesome. <laughs> I wish his name was Mark now. <laughs> There's one critical piece to a successful party, and that's a good bar. You need a good selection of liquor, mixers, and ice-cold beer, but planning how much of what can often leave you with too much of one thing and not enough of another. Not a good look. That's why we here at Small Talk trust Liquid Spirits. They're St. Louis's premier beverage catering service. They'll literally bring everything to you, their own bar, bartenders, whatever you need. You're going to have a full-service bar right at your home or venue. They also offer drop-off service if you're planning something a little more casual. Whatever you're planning, Liquid Spirits will keep the party going. From watch parties to weddings, check out Liquid Spirits. Follow them on Facebook at Liquid Spirits STL. Mention Small Talk when booking select packages and get your fifth hour for free. I can't talk about shitting our pants anymore. Or I can't talk about. Yeah, that's like a weird turn, but yeah, I don't. I don't want to think about Tom doing that anymore. So let's do some ten thousand frogs. We do have time to sneak two in. So we. It's been a while since we've done this because we had Game of Thrones. We've had the Stanley Cup Final. There's just been a lot going on, but we are still out there on the quest to find the worst date in America. The worst first date. We had wheelchair frog, upend crack frog. Highly controversial. I heard from a lot of people who did not agree with that ruling. They were in yep. your camp, Steve. Yep, I'm one of them. Yep. All right, so let's. This week we're going to have two new dates. We will crown a winner, and then we'll decide if that winner beats wheelchair frog. So let's do it. So here is ten thousand frogs. Dating is really, really hard. Uh, so listen, I want to ask you something. Um, can I get your number? But don't worry, listeners. You have to kiss 10,000 frogs before you find the one. Can I have your phone number? Can I have it? Will you give me your number? Can I have it? Can I have your number? Let's get through this together. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Small Talk presents 10,000 Frogs. Okay, our first bad date of the week comes from Ryan. He says, I once went out with a gal I met from the internet who, and I kid you not, could not have misrepresented herself more. I'm a fan of sports and pop culture, and she made it seem as if she was too in the messaging that took place beforehand. Anyhow, we meet for a drink. It's incredibly obvious to me that this is a giant waste of time because I could kind of tell right away this was a case of false advertising. We greet. We sit down. She proceeds to tell me she's high and already a couple drinks in. There was a football game going on, so I asked naturally who she's got. She says to me that she doesn't care about football, or any sports for that matter, and that if I wanted to date her, I'd have to pay attention and focus only on her. Quote, I'm sexy enough to draw attention away from anything, end quote, she tells me. (laughs) Needless to say, the date lasted about 20 minutes before I took a fake phone call and left. I didn't even get a drink. It was weird, but a terrific story because who doesn't love a bad date story? Well, fake sport frog. Um, Ooh. 
So this happens a lot on dating apps, actually. Girls, yes. From my experience being here, a a lot of girls will have in their profile, like, go Cardinals, go Blues, like, won't talk to someone who's not a fan of either one. Like, that's happened quite a bit. So then, you know, I'll start messaging with them, and I'll bring up stuff about the teams, and it's just... It's nothing. It's I get nothing in return. Ooh. And I, I mean, I, I'm close to it because I work with, you know, the stories every day that's going on with these teams. But I, it's not like I'm this, you know, savant with Blues or Cardinals knowledge. I just haven't been here long enough. And it probably never will have that type of knowledge with either one of these teams. But, you know, I'll throw little stuff out there. Like, oh, so Ryan O'Reilly has been awesome for the Blues this year. New new player on the team, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they're just like, Who? Oh man! Or the, or they'll be like, "Ha ha, yeah." It's like, "Oh, okay." Or I brought up like Binnington, like, "Oh, Binnington, this story's been amazing." They're, they're like, who's Binnington? No. Yeah. Or they're like, I "Oh, I, or they're like, oh, I hate Who Binnington. Is Binnington." Though, seriously. Oh my god, for real, Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve. No, I, know, I know the name. I don't know. Is he a goalie? I think yes. There you go, Saruti. Yeah, yeah you, you're better than them. LGB. Honestly. LGB. So, in. But yeah, that happens a lot on dating apps. I don't know. Maybe they just think it's like cool or like it's going to help them start the conversation with the guy. Yeah. But then once you actually dig in on it, it's just there's nothing there. Well, according to Ryan, I think maybe she put it in there just to get the swipe and then mm-hmm. thought she was so hot that he wouldn't Here's care. The thing. Here's the thing. Are you, Tom, are you really swiping no. Left or right, based on if she has go cards in her bio or nope. not. Like you're not look. I who even like the bio? Like what? Look at the bio <laughs> after I swipe left or right. Like that's all. Like first off, it's, it's aesthetics only. That's literally it. That's what the point of the thing is. Mm-hmm. And then once there's an actual date to be had or not, then I'll figure out if you're if I want to like hang out with you or not. You know. Completely agree. Yeah. No. I I'm not I'm not swiping based on bio at all. I mean I've I think I've spoken about this on the pod. I mean most of what I do is swiping right. Just, yeah, you just you're you say yes to everyone. Yeah, I blindly right. swipe. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is just I mean, after listen. this. Like you said, afterwards, once I've matched, then I do my research to see what I'm going to say. You know. But why would you they know, start that, with a lie though? That's what I don't get. Yeah, like don't if you're going to put five bullet points. Well, they're probably super desperate. They're like, yeah. okay, like mm-hmm. I'm not getting a lot of swipes. I'm sure, not getting a lot of sure. matches. Like maybe I'll update the bot. The pitchers aren't doing it alone. Maybe I'll you guys know like to entice sports. some guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dudes like sports. Like let me throw go cards in there, even though I don't know what that means. Or LGB. I see that on Twitter sometimes. I'll just put that in there and like maybe they won't ask me about it. Right. And that's what happens. Mm -hmm. I will say it's happened more with Blues girls than Cardinals girls. It seems like girls that put Cardinals in their bio have been more apt to knowing more about the team than Blues fans. So that's that is one observation I've made. I think a lot of people who aren't super savvy with hockey have probably jumped on this bandwagon because they're very excited Mm -hmm. about the city and the prospect of winning the cup. Mm -hmm. But I would think if you were that pumped about the team, you know who Jordan Bidding that you were putting in your bio, <laughs> that you would know who the rookie sensation goalie is. I right. would just think no, it's people insane. People are desperate, Michelle. People are desperate. Yeah, I know. People are lonely. Sad world people out are there. desperate. Sorry, we're doing this segment. And yeah, unfortunately. I mean, honestly, this wasn't that bad. Like, I would say, first off, the the real red, that's not the red flag to me. The real red flag is her, like, acting like she's enough attention or entertainment mm. or whatever she said. What was her line? I'm so like, hot. That, that like, you better yeah. pay attention to me. Yeah, like that's the only thing in your life that you need is this hot chick. Like that's let me find like, it. That's no. that's an immediate red flag. Let's and get a direct just, like, quote. That's fake phone call. I'm out. Yeah, I, I would love for when people submit stuff like that to our email, um, uh, smalltalk one hundred one espn at gmail dot com, if they sent a screenshot of the person, at least the face. Because I, I, it would really help with the context of this story. Like you can block out the info if you want. 
But I really would love to see how hot this girl really is to think that yeah, she can do stuff Yeah, here's the thing, too, like is, this. like, you can put whatever you want in the bio. Like, you can put the craziest shit ever in the bio. Like, <laughs> like I shat hot. myself probably, twice? Yeah, honestly, if a girl put, I shat myself twice in high school and she was kind of hot, a lot of dudes would still swipe right. Oh, if every, she was an 11, they would definitely yeah. say yes. She's a five or above. Oh, my God, five wow. or above and she shat herself <laughs> twice? Yeah, that's 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 that doesn't seem right. Yeah. Okay, so the direct quote was, I'm sexy enough to draw attention away from anything. Ew. Yeah, that's a red flag. I mean, yeah, that I'd is say. just a I'd classic, say. like, I need attention all the time. Like, I, you know, one of the things that I think you need in relationships, not to get into relationship advice, is like, you each need something to do on your own. Like, you can't be mm-hmm. obsessed with mm-hmm. each other all the time or else you're going to be at your throats. Like, you need, like, that's why I play FIFA all the time, right? I watch <laughs> sports or whatever. I, here's the thing, too, actually, is I want to ask you guys this, because it's a little different from you as Michelle, cause, Michelle, because it's probably harder for you. But, like, I sort of like the fact that my wife, Maddie, is she's into sports, but she's not like a sports fan. Like she'll watch games with me, but she doesn't really care. Mm-hmm. Like she's mostly just invested if I, like, in whatever my happiness would you know be the outcome. But like I don't think I would be I don't think I'd be really interested in a girl who was like super into sports because I just would I want that to be my thing. You know what right. I mean? Is that do you guys feel the same way or would you want someone who's like is equally into sports as you are? So I find that to be one of the biggest challenges in dating people slash past relationships is when I come home from work, the last thing that I want to talk to mm-hmm. you about is the Cardinals or the Blues. <laughs> yep, yep. If you say, oh, yeah, Cardinals often struggling, I'm going to say, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> Let's talk about literally anything else, anything. And I think it's it's different for us, too, because work, to me, sports is not a form of entertainment anymore. It is work. It is what I do for a living. And I just can't imagine dating someone who, you know, is a lawyer and I'm going to say, mm, fill me in on every little thing about your brief that you did today or, you know, <laughs> oh, oh, I don't agree necessarily with your take in court. Like, ooh, you could have made a better point there, you know, based on the evidence. No, you don't want to do that. So I think that if you were to date someone who was also in the industry, they would understand that and you wouldn't have to have that back and forth. But yeah. And most guys that you're going to date in St. Louis, Missouri, are going to be rabid sports fans. <laughs> no, yeah, I feel bad. Oof, they're like, you get home, they're like, ah, Michelle, so what do you think about that Billikens game tonight? You want to you wanna flip that on? I'm going to say. Check out the Bills? Mm, no, but shout out Bills. <laughs> you know what's funny, too? I think this, in thinking about this and talking this out, like, this extends beyond even relationships for me. Like, even just, like, if I was to, you know... If there's, like, a guy who's like, hey, like, oh, what do you do? You know, hey, oh, yeah, I work at ESPN, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, man, like, let me tell you, like, this is Matt Ryan's 100% a top 10 quarterback. I'm like, dude, I don't want to I don't want to have a conversation. I don't want to have a debate about sports right yeah. now. I can't do it. I can't yeah. do it. Yeah, my, I don't want to talk about it. No. Right. And my thing is I want to be with someone that I can come home and just, like, watch trash television with and not have to think about. Yeah, like, let's talk Bravo. Yeah, yeah like, I want to just watch, like, Catfish and fucking yep. Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives. Yeah, and just, definitely. Just, like, do nothing. That's what I want to do. And, and with my friends, too. Like, I don't want friends that are grilling me about sports shit i just don't so um not that i would look for love in my dms because i i wouldn't but when i get random dms on instagram like here let me read one actually i don't know should i read this i won't say the person's name like a weekly segment of like weird dms oh god remember when we did that at the network and we got in trouble (laughs) (laughs) yeah but now we're good (laughs) yeah but to their point they were like we cannot have michelle read her dms right because then people will blow you up yeah because then we're just inviting more creeps but like here i'll just read this one that i got 
Hi, Michelle. I'm a big fan of your show. I think you have a great sense of humor, smiley face. I think we might have a good amount in common. I don't even need to read the rest. <laughs> if you're a fan of the show, I that just tells me everything that I need to know, right? right. Like, thank you for listening. Thank, thank you. you for thinking I have a good sense of humor. But you like me based on my opinions, based on sports, not who you think I am as a person. Right. Right? Do you disagree, yeah, Steve? Like, I can't marry you because, like, you know, you are a, you know, I don't know. I'm trying to think of an example. Like you're a, you're a KD over LeBron guy. Like we this just isn't gonna work out. <laughs> like, yeah, you know. Like. Yeah. Like if I one time saw a couple at an event and she was in a Jordan Bulls jersey and he was in a LeBron Lakers jersey and I thought, how That's are you nightmare. two coexisting? <laughs> I tweeted they broke up five minutes later. That that is my not, I mean that is a, yeah like a Jordan Kobe debate wouldn't work. But I also like I wouldn't even. That, that's my. That's literally my nightmare relationship. Yeah. What? Like, why would you date a guy wearing a LeBron Lakers jersey Couples in public? Jerseys. Like, of any what? Kind. It well, could be literally any jersey. Okay, but what if she's like super hot and wearing the jersey, and it's like a fashion thing? Then that's it, well, fine. I can promise you, it's not a fashion thing. Oh, okay. It's not. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next date. Let's move it on. This is from anonymous. Okay. It says, I was once set up on a date using only the most credible of sources, Tinder. Mm. I feel like every date that we have for 10,000 frogs starts and ends with Tinder. Yeah, like Tinder, Bumble, etc. Yeah, totally. Okay. So despite having reservations, I went on the date that was set up as a walk in Forest Park with cocktails to come after. Steve, to give you a little bit of context, Forest Park is an amazingly beautiful park here in St. Louis. It's actually bigger than Central Park in New York. It's the true gem of our city. So to walk in the park... It's and bigger they, than Central Park. No big deal. I mean, MBD. <laughs> it's like the best public park in America. That means it's better because it's bigger. I mean, it's beautiful. <laughs> I, I go on a road in Forest Park every day. If someone's listening to this podcast and you see me, please don't kill me. I'm very <laughs> afraid to run alone. Yeah, edit that out. Yeah, edit that out. But anyway, so to to go on a walk, get to know each other in a beautiful setting and get a cocktail, great date. Mm. Okay. okay. Yeah. Immediately upon arrival, I knew it was a mistake. The date pulled up in a 1990s conversion van that I could only assume was used for kidnappings and or other shady operations. <laughs> Even though I knew it was a bad idea, I got out of my car. Unfortunately, the lady who got out of the van was unrecognizable via the Tinder profile picture she had used. If it was her, the pictures were from years or another lifetime before. She may or may not have been a Wiccan, as her appearance would have been associated with potential devil worship (laughs) or possibly a vampire persuasion due to her very jagged chompers. (laughs) And she was large. And she was large, okay. And with all of that said, I didn't want to simply walk away and leave, so I agreed to sit in the van and chat with her. This was by her request as she needed to check her blood due to her diabetes, which of course was unbeknownst to me. As soon as we got in the van, she checked her sugar levels, found out she was low, and I saw the quickest and most accurate hip rotation that whirled her arm into the back seat to grab one of the six to seven hostess cupcake boxes that resided there. It was at this moment and after that she did not offer me one of the delicious treats. She housed a few, and I made up a lie, and I left. And that is the story of the Hostess Cupcake Catfish. Wow. So you show up to the date. Uh. She's in a conversion van. She's perhaps a Wiccan and large. (laughs) Instead of going on a walk, she makes you sit in the van while she checks her blood pressure and then houses Hostess Cupcakes in front of you. A this cupcake like frog. Fake. Like this doesn't. I mean, like I know, this is. I know absurd. that this is not fake because I actually know the person that this happened to. <laughs> he said, "Please make it anonymous because he did, did not she, want his name on here." What did she look like in her profile, or what made him swipe right in the first place to even 
go on this date of a person who clearly like I I, I mean it, I don't even know how <laughs> that's such a lie. First off, if she obviously you know took pictures from a long time ago, but like maybe was she a babe one day and all of a sudden she was like this Wiccan living out of a van eating hostess cakes? Like that doesn't seem that seems really like a drastic turn. Yeah, like, but I feel va- like this is a setup. Vampires back at like I mean vampires can be hot in the nineties. Goth was yeah. in. No, I know. I'm not got that. Still is. Trust me. I'm. Well, I get it. Yeah. But Steve, House of Yes, Steve New York dabbles in goth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I will 100. percent I'm down with that. But well, but what I but what I will, don't understand is like how do you go from how do you, how are there two drastic ends of the spectrum like that? So he was clearly attracted to her in this picture, <laughs> and then he shows up like. In a in a in a van, she basically living out of a van in this park, <laughs> eating hostess cakes and like checking her insulin levels. Like that seems like such a drastic move. From like she's good enough for me to go on a date with her because I assume Michelle, you have a lot of good looking friends. So I assume this guy isn't like beat. And I don't know. Like I'm just confused on how it got to this point. Like that's why I think somehow this is fake or this is some sort of setup. Well, maybe he's a swipe right on everyone, guys. Yeah, I think that it was. Maybe he wasn't looking for the one, but just a one. Ah, and he found one. <laughs> that was amazing. Uh, so that wins. Yeah, Cupcake Frog wins over... Fake sports fan frog. Right. Or Steve? whatever we want to call definitely, it. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I honestly I honestly think that, fi- that yeah, the cup, that this this one is freaking me out. Like, I don't even know what to think about. <laughs> this one freaks me out more than anyone that I've had, bef- that we've had before. He so, could have been hurt. So, also in the description, I kind of condensed it a little. <laughs> What was not described is when she slid open the door aggressively to the conversion van and there was a ton of stuff in there and just boxes and boxes of hostess treats. (laughs) So she worked for hostess. No, I think she's just either has a medical issue or is just kind of obese and has to eat all the time. (laughs) And so he had to sit there while she housed a bunch of cupcakes and then be like, all right. Bye. Like, phantom <laughs> out. I, I want to know how that long. that can't be a real human being. Like, that can't be a real it's human real. being. It's real. I... Like, I'm going to go on this date, and I'm going to bring my van with ho- If you, Even if you have a van of Steve. Hostess Cakes, you don't sit in the van of Hostess Steve, Cakes. Steve, our very first time we did this, a girl took a guy back to her house and made him sit there while her and her uncle smoked crack. That yeah. is much more understandable than Why? this Hostess one. Because, because Why wouldn't you I smoke don't know, because... crack in private? <laughs> Because I just, he's a stranger. Why would you bring him in to smoke crack? You don't let somebody sit in your van, in your creepy van, <laughs> in a park, eating with uh, with boxes of Hostess cakes, and like think that this is going to go somewhere. Okay, I understand. Like you go on a full this person, they went on a full date, and then they came back to the uncle's place or whatever, and they were smoking crack. That to me makes sense. I understand that. This there's no. How did this girl think this was going to work out? Well, I think that she probably also thought, "Hey, I put out some false advertising here. He's going to see that I was not maybe the seven that I was ten years ago, but in fact, maybe a two and a half. Mm. So maybe he also is less good looking than he looked in his profile. And I also am looking for a one, not the one. Maybe she thought that they would show up both, not look so great, and that they could just hang out like two catfishes meeting. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. And then she got a little shaky <laughs> she had in her walk the, from the van to yeah. the meat spot and needed to go back. Uh, she got shaky and she needed to up that blood sugar. <laughs> she checked the insulin. Oh, I'm low. Popped in a few hostess donuts. Oh, man. So is the hostess frog worse than the wheelchair frog? Um, I, mean, I, I think yes. I think yes, too. Because 
even though the wheelchair frog got caught up in having to date the guy for a month, he must he doesn't sound like he was other than his physical limitations that big of a bummer, like that big of a drag. She just didn't really like him that much. Mm. Whereas yeah. this is like you got swindled and didn't even get a cupcake out of it. I wish I want I wish we could have her on the pod and be like, "Did you <laughs> think this was a good plan? Like your plan was to get this guy in your van?" With hostess cakes and like that was gonna be like your your wooing technique like that that's insane to me. All these other ones like I understand the date either 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 like they just weren't compatible or whatever. But there's no way. I mean maybe I mean I hope I hope she finds somebody. But I just don't understand how that's like your that's your opening act of like this is what I'm gonna do to show you how, like how great of a person I am. No, I don't think you she know? she was trying to woo him with the cupcakes. I think it was a necessity based on her physical situation her insulin levels yeah i think you just call the date off at that point and go hey <laughs> like i'm just not feeling super well like let's try this another time you know i don't i just i don't know so i would actually i say, don't know a ton about diabetes so i guess i'm i'm yeah, in the dark either. here but we're not very hip to we gotta get yeah, jay cutler sorry, on so to talk need, diabetes. yeah oh man i would talk to jay for hours but <laughs> we love jay. yeah um, I would have said wheelchair frog beats this for the same reason I said wheelchair frog beats crack frog is that it 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 lasted longer. Like the the effect of the date affected her life for an extended period of time where this was just like he was in the situation, it was bad, and he got out. But when you're looking at it from a, a micro sense, this was a worse situation by far. So I understand why you guys are voting that way, and, you know, two to one, it, it wins. And so now it's the, it's the king frog right now, but um, that that's where my head would have been at. But cupcake frog. Oof. I don't know. I know where you stand, Tom. I'm voting Cupcake Frog. Yeah, I know. I mean, you Over and said, frog. said Cupcake Frog, so I get it. I'm... I mean, I don't think Crack Frog should have been beaten. Obviously, we know <laughs> this. But I do think that Crack Frog, this might have beaten Crack Frog, too, though. Wow. This one, to me, is insane. <laughs> you think Cupcake Frog would beat Crack Frog? Because I know you were firmly in the Crack Frog camp. I think it would. I think it Whoa. would. Whoa. So we have a new champion. Oh, this is a super champion. We need to get some horns. Yeah, rap horns. <laughs> yeah, I don't have like, Yeah, them, it's but... crazy that they went home and then they were smoking crack or whatever, but, like, that's obviously insane. But this whole thing is a disaster. <laughs> like, this whole thing is a disaster. So, I, wow. you know. I, I, so, but you guys are obviously saying that too. If you thought wheelchair frog beat crack frog, then by the whatever property that is, I'm not smart enough to figure that transitive. out. Transitive, transitive property. Then What's that, up? yeah, that, then you means then you would mean that this one would be better than crack frog too. Yeah, but I, yeah, I don't definitely. I don't, I don't like to compare across generations. It's not fair to the players. So, yeah. Well, if <laughs> I feel you like there's always a good sigh for something. Yeah, and that's usually how we end this podcast. I thought that was a, a sigh from Tom. I thought that was a good joke. Well, if you have a bad date story that you think beats getting catfished by a Wiccan who house hosts cupcakes. Hit us up at smalltalk101espn at gmail.com. Liquid Spirits is a small St. Louis family-owned and operated business. Bill is a full-time firefighter. John has been in the restaurant industry for over 20 years. And together with their wives, they decided that they wanted to do what they love most, help people throw parties. They decided, you know what, we're going to leave the food to the professionals. We want to focus on the fun part because, let's be honest, no good story ever started with a salad. So check out Liquid Spirits. Follow them on Facebook at Liquid Spirits STL. Mention Small Talk, our podcast, Small Talk, when booking select packages and you could get your fifth hour for free you know what time it is head to apple podcast search for small talk find it click on it subscribe to it rate it preferably five stars i see some of you out there giving four star reviews and i'm not pleased oh 
I think it was like one person, but still, come on, Screw give us a five guy. stars. One star reviewer. How about that? <laughs> um, like this person with five stars. Title, Saruti with the musical hot takes. Five stars. Saruti, your takes on general life happenstances are usually in agreement with mine, but that take of yours about Paul Wall's verse on Still Tippin' is one of the greats. Shout out to the three of you on this pod's A-plus content, and good looking out, Michelle, on the Dissect podcast. Definitely, we'll be checking that out. Great. Thank you for uh, agreeing with the music takes. Thank I, you, I Luke. Loved, yeah, I loved that music conversation. That was awesome. Yeah, and that was very organic and Came natural. Came out of nowhere. I got to tell you, I went on a run yesterday in Forest Park. Shout out. Ran a quick three miles. And I did start listening to the Kanye West Dissect podcast. Oh, okay. And it's interesting. It's good. Mm. They open it in a spot I didn't anticipate them to. Um, it starts with him interrupting Taylor Swift's speech. Oh. And how that kind of was spiraled everything yeah the mm-hmm. domino effect mm-hmm. which i thought was interesting because you need to give it some personal context i like that That's yeah cool. yeah it's good so i'm certainly looking forward to deep diving in on that soon but yes thank you for the review luke thank you for everyone that has done that and uh keep them coming that's how we <laughs> make this thing a success right that's how it gets seen so keep helping us get seen i guess is is that a weird sentence? Yeah, that was weird. Okay. Now we need to end this. You just, I feel like week after week, you just reveal these things about yourself that put you in a really bad spot. I mean, you're look. trying to make guy friends and you're going to this erotic orgy party. You're trying to find a lady and you've revealed that you shot yourself twice and you smell bad. Yeah. I mean, all I'll say is that I sacrifice my <laughs> entire embarrassing history here to make this pod great. So. So you're, the, you're welcome, listeners. The least you can do is give us a five-star review. <laughs> yeah, or hit me up in my DMs and go on a date with me, even though I smell bad and shit myself. Poor thing. <laughs> Life's got to be rough. Anyway, we will be back in action next week. But until then, and very emphatically, screw you, Boston. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.